The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The first thing I want to talk about is a conversation kickstarted here by something that has happened over there in the UK. So Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party, has suggested that if he becomes the next Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, that one of the first things he would do is abolish what he calls the UK's indefensible House of Lords as quickly as possible, ideally within his first term. It is almost 10 years since we tried to do something similar here to abolish our own upper house is it time to try again? Dr. Owen O'Malley is a lecturer in government and director of public policy at DCU. Owen, should we abolish the Shannon? Uh, no. I, I mean, we could abolish it. It's probably a, a, an institution that is uh, worth abolishing, but I'm not sure I'd bother trying to do it again. Uh, we tried it 10 years ago, and so a bit like all of these things, it, you know, it'll take an awful lot of our energy and, you know, as offensive as the Shannon is at times, it's not that offensive. It doesn't do that much harm, so we may as well just leave it where it is. So should we reform it? I wouldn't bother doing that either. <laughs> it, you know, we, we've been talking about reforming it for again for decades, uh, and possibly a reform Shannon might be even worse than what we currently have, uh, because the reform Shannon one where you know we've had. Ele- proper elections and things like that, it might then feel it had the ability and the right or duty to kind of try and block legislation. So, you know, one of the arguments for having a Shannon is that you it it does legislate it, it kind of takes the the mistakes that might have been made by the doll and and spots them. But that doesn't really happen in in real life. Uh, one that had kind of full democratic legitimacy might then start to actually block what the doll does and so it could create more problems than we actually would want. So it, it sounds like you're saying we do, we shouldn't reform it because God forbid we make it an effective force in a parliamentary democracy but don't bother abolish it either because that's just not worth the headache. Yeah, I, I mean I, as far as I'm concerned it's a kind of a harmless sort of an institution. It doesn't cost a huge amount of money and you know, it gives some people, you know, their day in the sun. Uh, it probably helps quit some aspects of politics in, in that it, you know, it trains new people who want to become TDs. Uh, it's it's not a good institution. It's not democratic. Uh, it doesn't do anything. I mean, I think the last piece of legislation it, uh, it overturned was in 1963. And even when it did that, it was by mistake. They didn't actually realise what they were what they were doing. It does it, it's, it's, I, I regard it as kind of an inoffensive sort of a place and one that probably is best just left left untouched. Well, Tom Clonan is a senator at the moment, an independent senator. And Tom, while I'm sure you agree wholeheartedly with Owen that we shouldn't abolish the Shannon, um, I, I, you might disagree that it's kind of a harmless, ineffective place, best left alone. Well... Uh, yeah, I was, I was very interested listening to what Owen said. Hi, Owen. Um, look, uh, I voted for Shannon reform in the last referendum. Uh, we were promised reform. It hasn't taken place. Um, but I, I think it is. it does have value. And uh, whilst, you know, the government has kind of an overwhelming majority, particularly in the Senate at the moment, in the Shannon, uh, it's difficult to overturn legislation. But we can introduce legislation in the Senate. And one of the things I'd say, and I, I was only elected this year, 
Um, one of the things I'd say about Irish politics is that they're not as polarised as perhaps they might be in other jurisdictions. So um, I've noticed in, in the short time that I've been in the in the Shannon that if the government feels an amendment tabled by the opposition makes sense, in other words, to, to change legislation and improve it or weed out in, inconsistencies or errors, if the government is you know with in debate if if the government feels yeah you know it's it's not a bad idea they will actually accept amendments so mm. it, it's not an entirely <laughs> useless uh, artifact it it actually makes a contribution but I think from my perspective I mean I I campaigned with my my adult son Owen he's he's a second year college student in Dublin he, he's in neuromuscular disease he's a wheelchair user he's partially sighted. And we, we as a family really suffered uh, because of legislation that was introduced by um, the, the, the successive governments, you know, imposing austerity on the Irish people. So we ran as a protest in 2016 to the cuts that were imposed on people with disabilities, yeah. carers and parents and so on. And so, you know, having been elected um, uh, and in a in an election that surprised me <laughs> more than and all my son, we didn't we didn't expect to get elected, but you know it's a great opportunity to exercise moral pressure in Leinster House because I'm in there every day, and everybody that I meet, all parties, ministers, no, you know, all parties and none, you know, the conversation is we have to help people with disabilities. Ireland is the worst country in the European Union to have a disability. Now, up until now, I would have been outside the gate holding a placard in the rain. Yeah. But to be inside, you know, you can you can work on issues like that and, so, and, and sorry, build, you, and build you, up consensus. You feel you can do that? Like you haven't felt uh, impotent when you got in there? Uh, no, no. Um, it, I mean, and it's it's an it's an extraordinarily privileged position to be in because you're inside the gates, mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity to to speak to ministers. You have an opportunity to you know, really bring your lived experience into the chamber. So it's different in some respects from um, the Dáil in that, you know, you know you've, you've got people coming to the Shannon who are not coming by the traditional entry route. So, like, I would have had a background in uh, as an army officer in, in, in Ireland, the Middle East, and the, working as, as an election supervisor in the former Yugoslavia. Uh, so I'm bringing that experience to bear on the current debate about neutrality. And, you know, I firmly believe we should not belong, we should not join a military alliance like NATO. And you're in a position to debate, mm. I introduced the debate on that, which which informs, you know, the, the formation of government policy, because it's on the record, it's there, it's covered by the media. And, you know, I'm also in a position to bring that lived experience of being a okay. carer, a parent to a child who has no therapies, no supports, no housing, you know, <laughs> you bring that into the into the into Leinster House every day, and you wear them down, and you just keep saying it and put the pressure on them to do the right thing. Can Can I ask both of you then before I let you go? And Tom, I'll start with you. If If we're parking reform for the moment of the institution, what about reform for how members are elected? Because I mean, that is something people have campaigned upon previously as well. That there should be well universal suffrage. Everybody should vote. Well, I mean. I, I voted f- for reform and the, the franchise, you know, the, the, the people who can, who can vote, that should be expanded. And there was a report published. I think it's the, the Manning report in 2015, which contained an, a number of recommendations. They should be looked at and seriously considered by government. Um, but you know, we do need that oversight. We do need that governance. We need somebody 
to to bring some kind of ethical pressure mm. to bear on the powerful and to hold them to account and not just be another you know party member who's you know rubber stamping um legislation going through but I'll give Owen the last word because I'm always very interested in what Owen has to say. He, he's he's always got a very unique and distinctive voice on these things. Owen, there you go. There's a lovely compliment. What, what do you think we should have a, a, a universal vote for the Shannon? No, uh, for, I suppose for the reason I, I mentioned. I, I mean, I, I, I think it's kind of insulting to to TDs to argue that they don't have sort of moral pressure that they aren't every day bringing their lived experiences and bringing the experiences of their constituents uh, to uh, the Dáil. Uh, I would have thought that a reformed Shannon just runs the risk of one being one which has democratic democratic legitimacy. And then you, ha- you run the risk of having either a pointless chamber, which says exactly the same thing as the Dáil, or one that causes a kind of ongoing crises by saying different things to the door. And so you then have a kind of constitutional, ongoing constitutional crisis where the two chambers don't agree with each other. So I, I, I don't see the point of, uh, of reforming it. Is there any way we could reform it, says one listener, in spite of what Owen and Tom suggest? To allow everyone to vote, still shocking, we haven't uh, done it. Of course, we should scrap the whole thing. It does nothing of note. When's the last time we've seen them bring about uh, real reform? Some of the views coming in on both sides uh, of the debate. 53106, the number. My thanks, as always, to Dr. Owen O'Malley, lecturer in government and director of public policy at DCU, and Tom Clonan, who is an independent senator.